0: Welcome to The Vault. Let's start cracking your code. And welcome to a new episode of The Vault. And I'm so excited because we're going there. We're going to step into the mystic of business and showing other ways to be successful besides marketing, sales, and the strategy. So I'm super excited to have the business mystic, Finian Kelly. He's a transformational speaker, known for his unique ability to awaken consciousness in business leaders, inspiring and inspire entrepreneurs to find deeper levels of meaning and purpose in their endeavors. As the founder of Intentionality, Inc., a comprehensive philosophy and a program designed to help everyday people create extraordinary futures, Finian leads world-class events, inspiring attendees to connect deeply with their businesses and themselves. Finian will guide you towards the life of attentional living and infinite impossibilities, imposs- not impossibilities. <laughs> Welcome, Finian.
1: Thank you so much, Sonia. This is going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yes, definitely. Definitely. There are a lot of people listening to The Vault who don't o- always want to know the specific, like, masculine approach to business, but also how to bring this purpose in reality, how to feel really good during their journey. So, Please share with us a little bit more about your story. What got you up to doing this?
1: Well, it's as everything happens in life, they sort of build building blocks on building blocks. And if you look at the path in a linear fashion, it might not make sense. But if you look at it in its entirety, you're like, oh, I understand how you got here. So I was a young person who grew up in Tasmania, a small little farm in the it's the bottom state of Australia, the small little island where the Tassie Devils from. And <laughs> I just always knew that I just didn't want to conform to the status quo. The status quo was being a doctor, and I just couldn't go down that path. So I ended up becoming an officer in the Australian army. So I did military mm-hmm.
0: training. interesting. Yeah.
1: So at a very young age, learned a lot about leadership and responsibility, which really then helped me when I decided to become an entrepreneur at age 24. It gave me a lot of confidence because I had been in a lot of different situations, leading lots of different people. So the intimidation of being a young leader wasn't there for me, which definitely helped me on my journey. Mm -hmm. I went through 14 sort of years of building companies, selling them. And really over that time, I was always focused on impact and helping people get, get help people basically. Love life, and that's where I'm now one hundred percent all in with intentionality, really helping people get clear on what it is that they want and then how to actually make it happen, which is some of the funnest work and most rewarding work I can ever imagine. and I, I call it my life's work now because it will be my life's work. We'll build on it, but it will definitely be my life's work.
0: I love it. We love a great mission in the vault, so <laughs> so tell me because a lot of people struggle to get that clarity. What is it that actually is stopping them from getting the clarity?
1: Mm, it's it's a great question. So what we don't realize is how to work with our mind. Our mind is broken into two parts, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And the subconscious is actually what determines most of our decisions. It's the place of our, our programs. And the programs are there to help us because it actually makes our life easier. If we didn't have programs, every day would be exhausting. We'd be waking up, how do I tie my shoelaces? brushing my teeth, how do I drive my car to work? There, there's reasons why we have these programs. At the same time, though, programs, the subconscious doesn't deduct which is good for us or which is not. It just goes, this is something this person believes and wants, so I'm going to create this as a program. Mm-hmm. So if you were lucky enough to, to be coded at a young age, because that's where our coding effectively comes, it's, it's before the age of seven, most of our coding is determined, and it's exactly. determined absorption. It's absorbing, it's just seeing. So, we're mirroring what other people are doing. So, if you were lucky to be in an environment where you received good code, then the rest of your life's a little bit easier. But for a lot of people, we weren't. And we, part of this journey is to uncover what is the code inside of us to then, which is then giving the outcomes of our life. And the way to determine if it's not working for us is we just don't feel good. If we don't have positive feelings, that's a sign that. We don't have great code inside of us. Not that we're broken, but we just, it's an indication, ah, I've got a program which isn't working for me. So we have to go in and go, okay, I want to go back and put new code in. So the reason why people don't know what they want is because the, the subconscious communicates to the conscious mind. And if it's been faulty code it will be telling us, oh, you want this, but actually we don't really want it. It's not gonna ever spring us fulfillment. So part of this journey is to get the conscious mind and the subconscious mind back in alignment. So they're working together. So a lot of people think they know what they want, but they actually don't because it's just a program telling them that. And then you'll know once you've got it right, is when you're actually like, you're doing something and you're like, oh, this feels good. This feels aligned. me." And that's really the secret. And that takes, that can take a little bit of energy. I don't like to say time because it's energy. Yeah. All Right. This is what I want to be focusing on. And, and, but you can go through some frustrating periods of time where you're like, I want this, but I keep doing the opposite thing. And that's just that we've got a program, which isn't working for you. So we need to rewire the subconscious again.
0: Yeah. Is there any like, quicker tips that you can give when it comes to rewiring the subconscious because I've been through many transformations myself too and sometimes I know exactly what it is that my Mm -hmm. code is, where it's coming from, what the backstory is and everything and still I keep on doing the thing multiple times until I install habits and rewire my brain through my habits and through my way of thinking and asking questions but is there another way that people can really quickly access
1: this? Yeah, that's a great question. So you're right. It's not good enough to have awareness. Like you can consciously want something. Like you said, I want to lose weight or I want to be in healthier relationships. But no matter what, we keep going back into that same place. It's because we've got a more powerful computer determining things, which is the subconscious. So we have to actually go into a place where we go, how do we rewire the subconscious? I say there's three ways to rewire the subconscious. One is through, I call it a scientific manifestation process or talk about it as theta. So theta waves is that place just before sleep, first thing in the morning. It's where the conscious mind is turned off 99% of the way, but it has enough energy just to send a direction down to the subconscious to say like, okay, I want this. It's like an order coming down. Then you're communicating to the subconscious and you're getting to a place where you feel it. So the best thing to do before night, before you go to bed, is not thinking about your problems. Get into a state where you're lying there and you're just absorbing the feeling of what it would be like to have what you already want. So it'd be, if I want to be in a relationship, you're not thinking about getting a relationship. You're feeling what it's like to be in a relationship, feeling love and joy. Or if it's, I want a business sale. You're not thinking of the sale. You're thinking what it would be like after the sale. Mm-hmm. And because the subconscious receives orders through emotions. So if you're feeling that and embracing it and you go off to sleep in that state, eventually the subconscious goes, Oh, she believes this. This is what she really wants. So I'm going to execute a plan to make that happen. And then the next day it starts sending up information and says, Do this. Now, this is where a lot of people get
0: inspiration, right? You get like more, it's it's like a triggering magnetizing effect. You get more good ideas, good habits, everything you attract, everything more.
1: So this is 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 also very
0: interesting. And I, (laughs) I, I wanted to touch upon this, Finian, if you, if you're open for it. So sometimes I had like difficulties visualizing in the past, not at this moment, but in the past, and then I thought I cannot visualize it. And you're talking about creating that feeling that it will give to you once you achieve the goal that you want to achieve, but it can also be something very simple, like relief. Maybe you feel relief from some stress you have had, or yeah. it's uh, usually people think, okay, I need to be in this great emotional state all of the time, which is very difficult to <laughs> to achieve for a, a lot lots of people. So, but it can also be something. Okay, how would it feel to to extend this? And I just really wanted to throw that into the game because that's so so interesting.
1: Well, that you're it- so right. It's just a it's just a feeling, and it's this, it's a muscle as well. So at the start. You have to do little ones. Don't go try to do the big ones. Just go, wouldn't be nice to just feel some peace and just feel what peace is like. We've all felt peace before at some point. So you can just drop in and experiencing that. Sometimes I like to do really broad things, just like, isn't this wonderful? So I say, I see a movie clip over and over again, me just going, isn't this wonderful? Isn't this amazing? And if I'm saying that, it means that everything in my life must be pretty amazing. I don't even need to know what it is because sometimes... I might limit myself by a particular visualization. So exactly. instead of amazing, yeah. and then it has to be amazing. <clears throat> so yeah. well, that's definitely one way. The next is through energy interventions. So an energy intervention is things like breath work. So I'm a breath work guide. I have a big series on, on the app called Othership where you're using energy to really communicate to your subconscious. Plant medicines, emotional clearing, EMDR, these, these interventions which are strong. And within 10-15 minutes, you can change a program, which is pretty amazing. Think of that as like deep surgery. And
0: <laughs> I the love third, that. <laughs> the
1: third one is belief loops, which is understanding how our mind works. So I created this model which says our beliefs shape our thoughts, our thoughts shape our behaviors, our behaviors shape our feelings, and our feelings reinforce reinforce our beliefs. And yeah. it's a closed loop. So we need to uncover. Where if you're feeling a particular way, you write down your feeling and then you go, what are the behaviors I'm doing, which are driving that feeling? And then what are the thoughts that I'm listening to, to drive that behavior? And then what could be my core negative belief? Then you write down, well, what is it that you want to feel? Because that's what matters. It's really about
0: feeling.
1: What's the positive belief loop? And then you have to start doing the behaviors of the positive belief loop, even if it goes against what you feel right now. So for example, you're in scarcity. There's no point being scarce, you've got to do the behaviors of the positive belief loop, which would be like investing, giving money away, spending things on yourself. And when you do that, you get some behaviors. And after time, because remember the subconscious learns on repetition, mm-hmm. he goes, oh, he believes in this. Okay. I'll execute a plan to make actually now abundance to come into your life. And then the key is like every time it's not good enough just to want these things. You actually have to pay attention to the insights the subconscious sends up and you have to take the action. That's a bit where a lot of people forget about. Yeah, you have to-
0: exactly. Instant gratification, yeah. right? <laughs>
1: exactly. Because like, Sonia, you should go to this event. And you're like, no, I don't want to go to that event. I'm a bit tired. But then you remember, oh, no, my subconscious is telling me things. I've got to follow that breadcrumb. And then you go to that event and then you meet someone who then opens up this opportunity. And before you know it, out of nowhere, you're like, how did I get here? And it's like, yeah, the subconscious is tapped into the universal mind it can, you can change reality.
0: Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. So tell me about, okay, CEOs, business leaders, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, what do you think their blind spots are when it comes to their their, their glass ceiling of their next level of success? What do you think that the blind spots are for them? What are they not aware of?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The big blind spots are is that a lot of entrepreneurs, CEOs have got to where they are out of a fear-based program. It's Mm. needed to prove something to someone. I didn't grow up with any money. I wasn't appreciated. I was abandoned. So it created a belief loop, which then created a lot of behaviors, which actually contributed to a lot of their early success. So that feeling of tenacity, hard work, um, all of these different things actually did contribute to their success. So then they believe that that's actually required for Mm. their success. Yeah, it's not fear is always weak. It's a weak emotion. It's a weak vibration. It will always come crashing down eventually. So we want to transition to a loved based motivator. And a lot of entrepreneurs are scared. They think they're going to give up their edge. And I'm like, nope, you're not at all. You're actually going to come in and be even more powerful and more strong. But there's a period where they have to completely surrender and they have to trust. And that's very unfamiliar. And then Mm. transitioning into this world because they I had these core beliefs that beliefs were like, I had to work hard. Nothing came to me easy. So to let go of that is almost letting go of your identity. So that's a very challenging thing.
0: Yes, yes. I think that that's where a lot of people get stuck. They fear always the question is, who am I? Right? So who am I? Who am I? Discovery of who I am each and every day. So actually letting go of an identity to transform can be a creepy thing for for people so do you have like a story of someone who just had a big struggle to surrender and then they achieved it and they saw the gold part on the other hand on the other side of the rainbow <laughs> to say so
1: yeah yeah I can I can give you a, a few because it's a common theme which I find is the entrepreneur so that the entrepreneur generally It's like they get stuck at this sort of 7 to $10 million mark. It's this weird place where they've had success. They've got it to a good place. They've now been able to afford a leadership team, but they just can't seem to get past it. And it's because at that point, they have to do something which they haven't done before, which is literally surrender. They have to like completely hand over the company to their leader that they've hired and trust them that they can build that company. So I just did a... A, an immersion with one of our one of my partners. I call my clients partners because we're partnered in each other's success. It became very clear that the founder was stopping the this growth of this company. Now, in this thing, we had to get the the integrator, which is like the the two IC, to pitch to him and say, I can run this company, I can scale this, but these are the things I can't do. Like you're the only one who can inspire us. So you're the only one who can create this culture. You're the only one who can actually think of the new products. But I need you out of the day today. And it was a really beautiful moment where it was it was like a please back me type thing, trust me. Mm. And at the sound going, well, that's all I've ever wanted. Um, to feel supported because entrepreneurs are really lone, but there's still that going, Oh, this is going to be confronting. And he's he's done it now. And I have no doubt that their company's gonna scale. Cause I've just had another partner who they're a year, 18 months ahead of them. And she's now her brought in, officially brought her on as a partner, handled over the control of the company and the company's scaling like no tomorrow. And she's now seeing everything more of a strategic level. And she's also getting clear on what she wants for life because she's just actually had space to actually. Out. Yeah. But a lot of entrepreneurs in a weird way don't want that space because then it's confronting. It's a lot easier being on the hamster wheel, not just thinking I've got to keep doing this than actually asking myself the question, what is it that I really want?
0: Yeah, exactly. You really hit a nail <laughs> right there. So it's it's very, and that's when I started with meditations years ago, I was like the biggest skeptic on meditation. And I, I had to acknowledge to myself when I started out, I was just like creeped out to be alone with myself and my thoughts and everything in the beginning, right? And then when I really started to connect to myself and achieve like quick results when it comes to meditation, I thought, Why? Did I have this mindset, right? But it was, some people just don't want to be confronted, but it's the most beautiful thing ever to be confronted with your inner intelligence, power, creativity, source, whatever you want to call it, but it's amazing. So tell me- Can I
1: say something there quickly? Yeah. So at the start of these things, you're not going to get the direct evidence that this is working. That's the really confronted thing. Like when you're first meditating, it's actually infuriating. You're like, I'm failing because you think meditating is all about silence, which is just a story anyway. It's not at all. It's the act of coming back to, to your awareness. So I have this integrator. So visionary integrators, is an EOS term, which is an operating system, but you can think of it as a COO. And her founder said, all right, work with Finian. It's, it's going to work really well. And at the start, she just, she was just like, I did not understand any of this. Like she's <laughs> so far out of her wheelhouse, yeah. but she's such a good learner. Like she's such a diligent person that she just applied everything I said. I just said, just, just apply these things, do these daily behaviors. And there's an element of trust. Just trust myself. Trust me on this bit. Surrender. <laughs> she said to me, she's the other day. She's like, this is a year on. She's just like. It all makes sense now. I keep going in a session and I'm doing something with a team member and I go, oh, this is what Finian was talking about. And she's having all these aha moments and now she's, she's a completely different person. And it's because she, she went out on a limb and she trusted and she went, all right, I'm just going to do the behaviors even if the short-term evidence isn't there. And then she's now seeing the power. And one year is not long-term either. That's the, th- the crazy thing. Like people just aren't willing to just do something for a year year is not very long and it can change your life.
0: Yeah, exactly. A year is not very long. I mean, if you can completely transform your life within a year, that's, that's amazing. It's amazing. So tell me more about inten- intentionality. So how can we become really intentional about what we are creating, what the next level of business is, what the next, next level of, of ourselves is.
1: Beautiful. So intentionality is a philosophy and it's built on five principles. Now it's not a theoretical philosophy. It's an action-based philosophy. So there's five core principles, and I can quickly rift them off now, which is choose love over fear, prioritize feelings over outcomes, leverage energy instead of time, be disciplined, not rigid, and practice presence, not comparison. So if you just live by those five principles, you are living a life with intentionality. You just you don't even need to know anything else. If you just each day just go, all right, am I living these five principles? i making decisions in this way. Your life is going to just radically transform and you're not even going to understand who you are or where you, how you got here in a a short period of time. So that's definitely one, but it all comes down to just getting clear on how you want to feel and then taking deliberate action towards it. So rather than in the, especially in the American world, it's all about goals and outcomes. And we throw all these things out there and we go on this long journey. And then 10 years down the track, we get there and we're like, oh, this didn't really meet my expectation. Was this, it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this it? So the whole goal thing is just it's arbitrary, it's silly, and it's all about the future. Life is about the now. So what is the now? It's feelings. That determines how we are in your life, life. Yeah. The reason why we want the goal is because we hope it gives us a feeling, but that's mm. the wrong way of yeah. approaching Let's go for the feeling and then work out what's some goals that potentially might give us that, but we're flexible. So you got to get really connected to the feelings and then go, okay. What do I need to do to bring more of that in my life? So if I need to, if I want more joy in my life, well, what are you going to do to bring joy in your life today? Like write down a list of all the things that bring you joy and then do them. Like I know going outside for walks gives me joy. Jumping on a trampoline gives me joy. Lying on the ground gives me joy. So they're all things that I can do in like, I've got a short meeting time after this. I can go out, lie down on the grass and I can have some joy hug a tree, whatever it is, and then come back in and I'm going to feel better. I don't need to wait for something in the future. So that's really what it's all about It's just getting clear on your feelings, and then how to bring that, incorporate it into your life every day. It's not something you can wait for a year. How do I get that every- It's a
0: habit of joy. It's a habit of happiness and all of that stuff. So you need to repeat it. <laughs> Same. As with everything else. So you actually are going to give something amazing away. So that's the international intentionality compass. Can yes. you tell people a little bit more about it?
1: Okay. So this is, I like to think of a compass. What is it? It's like our North Star, it's directing us to a place. You don't know exactly where you're going, but at least if you have a direction, you can you can find your way up. So I created this program called the Intentionality Compass, which takes you through a process of starting to get inside talking to your subconscious learning what it is that you really want in life and through that you will discover your your purpose your values some intentions what are these feelings you want to bring into your life some goals that might measure that and a sort of a and it becomes your framework so each day you look at it and you go okay what am i doing toward towards moving this am i living in line with this or am i not so it's an incredibly powerful quick tool it's our first part of our product suite which just on that, on itself, if you just do that, life will transform. It always does because you're going to get clear on, okay, this is what really matters to me. So it's a quick, you could do it in under two hours if you were like really dedicated and you're going to know yourself and you're going to have clarity. And then the key is there might have to be some decisions you have to make in your life to get in line with that. And that's the mm. that, hunting thing, but I promise you
0: always
1: (laughs) peace and joy on the other side. That's the only way for fulfillment. Exactly.
0: You need, sometimes you need to let go of some things to get where you want to get, get, right? So amazing. I love it. I love the energy guys. I hope you are enjoying it. So I have one question. What is the one question that nobody ever asks you, but you would love to answer?
1: Oh, Wow. Perhaps it's what lights me up, or what is it that like I really want for my life? It's funny, I actually don't get asked that much that often. yeah, it's like it's 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 yeah. I don't think I have been asked that.
0: Yeah. So, but w- what what is it that you really what what really fulfills you? What is next for you?
1: Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's it's literally I like a peaceful life. Now it seems like people are like. This doesn't seem peaceful with what you're doing, traveling all around and everything, but it is peaceful for me because it's in line with my soul's work. And as long as I'm doing that and, and feeling like I'm not obligated to, like that's literally, I just finished my memoir and I just wrote a line. I read a, a journal line when I was going through a really hard time in my life. And I said, I just want to do what I do out of love, not out of obligation. And that really is the key for my life. That's how I choose everything now is, am I feeling obligated or do I want to do that? And that leads to a very, very peaceful and joyful life for me. So I just see myself skiing in Aspen, surfing in Panama and doing great work around the world and kids and just, yeah, a a peaceful life, but a very impactful life.
0: I love it, Finian. I love that answer. So (laughs) amazing. And there is some book coming out, right? Uh, next year, what is the book about
1: Uh, Well, yeah, next year sometime when I, when it gets published, but it's, it's, it's my pathway to intentionality. So it's actually about my healing journey and it goes through, it starts at a time five years ago when I was walking the Camino del Santiago pilgrimage, an ancient pilgrimage across Spain. And I was in a really rough time. I had just, my marriage had ended, I had financial losses and I was at that point where I was questioning like I achieved everything in my life and how did it still come crashing down? And I was living with intentionality. And that's when I discovered that my programs are built on fear and I need to transition to one of love. So I had to do a lot of deep healing, a lot of journeying back to my younger years. And it's a, a really inspiring book, which it's fun reading it, but it's also people are going to be healing themselves without realizing it by just Living through my experiences, so it's a very vulnerable book. But I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited for it to be out.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. So, guys, if you love the interview, please let us know in the ratings and in the comments. And maybe Finian wants to come back next year to talk a little bit more about the book, which is coming out. But for now, we are going to level up next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success don't stay a student when you have a code you should try to open the vault and finally the Y stands for you this is about the most valuable asset of the vault and life in general the one and only authentic you so if this was your code please comment and help the vault grow hashtag unlocked hashtag next level hashtag dive deeper and see you next week to level up again